0: yeah i agree cat poor cat he kind of keeps to himself until one of us settles down and then he comes over and says hi and claws you and then leaves you know leave only if i pet him one too many times
1: <laughs> you know how it goes I, uh, do i have you pet me one too many times yeah, once was more than enough <laughs> i think for both of us
0: night <laughs> is young as they say <laughs>
1: You're listening to the 2M Football Show with Mike and Matt. Hello, 2M Nation. Good evening. Good evening for us. Good morning, afternoon, midday, lunch, brunch, dinner for you guys. It is myself, Matt. And of course, I got my, my, my other dude on the other line here
0: mike what's up guys
1: mike Mike, it's 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 done it's over it's it's over i'm so sad i can't i can't fathom how 20 weeks of football gone (laughs) but it's gone yep
0: it's gone no take backs it's all it's in the books and uh we're on to cincinnati as they say (laughs) we are I don't know. That would, that would have made sense if the draft was being held in Cincinnati, but I don't know if that's the case. <laughs> I don't
1: think so, but for your sake, we're going to hope so. Otherwise, cool, you're going to look stupid. Can't have or that. Stup- that, that, would, that would be a first. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it never happened
0: on this show. Or any other point in time. <laughs> no.
1: Especially not in your presence. <laughs> no. A couple of guys with a combined IQ of 75 here. Uh, so,
0: uh, how do you feel? Give me. Let's
1: before we talk about the game in specifics.
0: How, how are you feeling right now, or how are you feeling Sunday night around nine o'clock Central Time?
1: Different. <laughs> yeah, and what I mean by that is, I have never, in my waking memory, have turned off a Super Bowl than I did with five minutes left in the fourth quarter of this one.
0: And surprisingly, you didn't even miss a garbage time score. <laughs> Literally nothing else happened. What about you? Uh, you know, kind of kind of sad, kind of melancholy. <laughs> That's a big word. The game, uh, yeah, That there goes my one point of IQ. It's gone now. <laughs> I, sp- I used it to, I bought that word.
1: <laughs> this is a real but, uh, Yeah. I like to buy a smart word, Pat.
0: <laughs> Anymore, and I'm going to have to take out a loan. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know, kind of sad the season was over, like you said, the game it was not a close game. It was not one of those exciting endings to a game that left you energized. It was just kind of like uh sad that it was over, <laughs> and that it ended the way it did
1: well, i mean i I think I came up with probably the funniest line that I thought of, which was for a guy that couldn't coach the New York Jets, Todd Bowles just won a Super Bowl. <laughs> And I stand firmly behind that the Tampa defense was the reason they won. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Of course, Brady won MVP. <laughs> as, I mean, I
0: disagree as with as that is tradition As <laughs>
1: tradition. Um, I really but, think it should have went to Avante David or JPP. But who am I? Yeah, so uh, I guess we could talk about the game a little bit then. I think that's what Obviously. we're here to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess,
0: I guess it is. All
1: right, that's we have the, our feelings on the Super Bowl. Good night, guys. Bye, Cliff.
0: That's what the fan is clamoring for. <laughs> but yeah, so, of course, the Buccaneers won, which that wasn't the part. That I didn't mind Tom Brady getting his seventh ring. I wasn't upset about that, but just the way that it happened, it was just not – like, if this had been a week five football game, you know, nobody would have watched it. It would, it would just been
1: – They would have watched for the halftime show and then called it a day. Well, I don't think they have halftime shows in week five, but but yeah, I agree with your sentiment. You don't know. They have the Toyota halftime show every week.
0: <laughs> Hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's talk about the game. Yeah, it's about
1: freaking time.
0: Actually, before the game, there was uh, almost some drama. This has been the season of COVID-19. And you know, throughout the year, we've had players missing. We've had games rescheduled, and there was almost a scare on the big or well, there was a scare on the biggest stage just because uh,
1: some guys wanted to get some haircuts. <laughs> I mean, isn't it baffling that that's how fast this can change something?
0: <laughs> yeah, so this was I think Tuesday or Wednesday, right, in the uh, week. I guess the chiefs yeah, Wednesday had the chief's team barber was in the in the building given haircuts everybody was in line to get one including Mahomes himself and you know several other players on the team and in the middle of the haircut <laughs> barber finds out that he tested positive for covid he was in the middle of cutting one of the dudes hair it was uh i think demarcus robinson wide receiver and then their backup center uh, daniel kilgore were the only ones who ended up uh being close contacts but can you imagine and and you know they tested negative all week and they were able to play the game. So nothing happened. But can you imagine if, if Mahomes himself or you know other, I'll say more important players, no offense. Would they have postponed well, the mean, Super Bowl? If they had know. lost <laughs> Daniel
1: Kilgore with the fact that they were playing with backup tackles, would have put that offensive line in way more, way more <laughs> problematics than it already had. I mean, True. those tackles were overwhelmed to begin with. Now you're playing with a backup center and backup tackles. no thank you Mahomes would be dead.
0: He barely got out of this game with his livelihood as it was um but yeah, so that was a scare. I mean
1: he made league. a great Russell Wilson impression all game
0: oh all game all game long he did yeah so okay yeah so everybody played <laughs> nobody was nobody missed this game. Um, I wish they missed this game yeah right. And it started out as kind of a defensive struggle. They went back and forth, uh, punting the football. Um, It started off incredible. (laughs) Yeah, this was, I mean, this was a good game. For the first 10
1: minutes. Supposed to be. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, like 10 minutes real time, not 10 minutes, like, period time. Sure. So that'd be like seven period minutes. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I'm lost (laughs)
0: But uh, yeah, it started out as a really good game. Obviously, the score started out as 0 0, very close game. <laughs> and the Chiefs actually struck first with a field goal. And the uh, Buccaneers answered late in the first quarter when Tom Brady threw his first, first quarter touchdown of his entire career in the Super Bowl.
1: Isn't that, I crazy? that was an incredible stat.
0: Yeah. As soon as they show that, it's like, oh, okay, you know what's happening. And it did with, like, 38 seconds left in the quarter. But
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, they couldn't have continued to predict the Chiefs to win now. Okay, it's fine.
0: <laughs> but yeah, how crazy is that? All the, sup- the nine Super Bowls he was in before this game, he never threw a touchdown in the first quarter.
1: That's unbelievable.
0: But, uh, yeah, so 7-3 at the end of the first quarter. Still anybody's game, but actually no, because <laughs> the Chiefs never had the lead again, and it was never this close again. And, uh, the moment I think it all fell apart <laughs> was, on um, the skipping ahead to the end of the second quarter was on the Patriot, the, the Patriots. <laughs> here, here we go. The Buccaneers final possession before halftime score was 14 to six. And there were right around two minutes left. So obviously Tampa Bay is trying to get one more score before halftime chiefs. Right. thought Maybe they could get a stop and get the ball back and, and score instead. <laughs> before halftime and this is where it all fell apart for the chiefs defense and they never recovered i don't think from this (laughs) sequence of events um so first of all they had to did they had punted the ball to tampa bay and uh and it was a great punt despite the fact that i Shoot, I forget his name. I didn't write it down. The Chiefs punter actually dropped the
1: ball and then picked it up and kicked it. And
0: it was a great Dude, punt. Dude, they
1: they suffered on special teams with their kickoffs. Yeah. I, I I want to say the name's Townshead, but that's not Townsend. Right. Taylor Townsend? I think that's right. I'll cut it if it's not. Just um, kidding, I'm not doing that research. Because like he he had the one drop punt and then the one he did manage to get off went like 30 yards out of bounds. Yeah, he shanked a couple. And it was like like anything, you don't give Tom Brady anything less than 99 yards.
0: I mean, can you blame him? Then, it was the first time the Chiefs punted all season, so.
1: <laughs> I
0: guess he's a little rusty. Yeah, right. Um, But on this particular one, he he did actually kick a really good punt, but there was a, a holding penalty called, So they replayed the down, ended up costing him 22 yards of field position. So Brady took over right before
1: halftime. And, and this yeah, is think, this is penalty one of like fifty, by the way.
0: Right, I was going to say I think it was three plays in a row that there was a defensive penalty called. First, this negated a huge play by the Chiefs' defense. A tip pass uh, was picked off by uh, Tyron Matthew,
1: the Honey Badger.
0: Yep. But there was a yeah a defensive holding negated that. A couple of plays later, the Chiefs actually did get a stop, and. Uh, Bucks are going to kick a field goal, but it was actually McCall Hardman who I didn't realize played on the, uh, it's special to his wide team receiver team, role. Man. Right. Yeah. He lined up like a full yard offside on the field goal attempt and, uh, it being third and five, that gave him a new set of downs. Oh wait, I got a little bit ahead of myself here. <laughs> but, but So that wasn't the halftime drive. That was earlier. And right after that play, um, Brady hit Gronk for a touchdown um second but, yeah. touchdown of the game. Yeah, Gronk had a monster first half. Um so then yeah, right before halftime then a, a long defensive pass interference call put them in field goal range.
1: And then um, I like, and like this point you made out with the questionable decision that Reed does next. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um so he decided to I don't know, i call the timeout. Mhm. And I don't know what he was hoping to gain of getting a defensive stop with his defense that had been nothing but committing penalties <laughs> and giving Brady and the offense a chance to rest. I really don't agree with that one. I would have tried to let the clock run out at that point.
0: Right. Because uh, I don't yeah. think the
1: Bucks had a timeout left.
0: I think they still had one at that point, but they would have had to use it.
1: Right. And let them burn it. And then... Mm-hmm if you had to, you could, you could call one to ice the kicker or do something else. Right. And but instead, I, but they, instead let they them basically just time out. out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I don't know in a game that wasn't against Brady and the Bucks, maybe I would, that would make sense, but you know, Brady's the master of two minute drill. Disaster. I think they're, <laughs> sure. Yeah. For the chiefs. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Reed used the time out there within the final two minutes that extended the uh, – well, it saved time for the Buccaneers is what it ultimately did. Right. Uh, a couple of plays after that, another pass interference call, and this time in the end zone, I think also on Tyron Matthew, uh, put the ball at the one-yard line and Brady hit Antonio Brown for the one-yard strike on the next play to make it 21-6 uh, to six going into halftime. And uh, things didn't really get better after that. <laughs> things got worse. Things got worse in in all the ways that I think we sort of talked about last week, actually. You and Nick were talking about the the run game of Tampa Bay, which absolutely steamrolled Kansas City in the second half.
1: I said that was going to be the deciding factor, too, because I gave the running back core of Tampa Bay the advantage over Kansas City.
0: Right. And then, you know, I'll pat myself on the back a little bit, too, because (laughs) I was talking about the (laughs) Bucs pass rush. And, uh, yeah, Shaq Barrett and JPP. All those guys really were, I mean, they were definitely impacting Mahomes. He was pressured it was, on.
1: Oh, go ahead. It was so incredible because they were getting to Mahomes and the throws Mahomes was making while being like taken to the ground. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I still give the quarterback check mark to Mahomes because he was hitting players in the numbers. There was literally nothing more. Football field.
0: Yeah. 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 Like an inch off the ground throwing from
1: um. And part of it, I think, is I don't think some of these guys realized the ball was coming because they're like, oh, he's sacked. And then they're like, there's a football right. in my chest. <laughs> um, because I know I'd be caught off guard.
0: Wasn't he down like 10 seconds ago?
1: <laughs> it was right. crazy, though,
0: because half the time, well, he was pressured on 52% of snaps of, of off of uh, passing plays. And it, it was only, it was immediate sometimes. Like, he would take the snap and immediately have to start running for his life. I mean, it those tackles crazy. were
1: just driven straight back. J-P-P. Mm-hmm. And and Shaq Barrett just took the tackles and just walked them right back into Mahomes.
0: Right, and uh, he did all he could. <laughs> I really think I don't think there's anything more he could have done. Some there was no, rare there was nothing more. Some like you mentioned, some drops from the receivers, even Travis Kelsey. So, but yeah, back to the game flow. Chiefs got the ball first in the third quarter, and uh, they actually got some momentum running the ball here. I thought Ceh had a couple big runs right away in the, on that drive. Uh, they settled for a field goal, but at least they moved the ball on the ground, which they hadn't really established. or really
1: One thing I was really surprised, and I didn't look up the, how often they did it, but given the mm-hmm. fact that the pass rush was so effective, I'm surprised they didn't attempt more screen passes coming into the third quarter. Mm-hmm. You know, in an effort, if you're going to rush us the way you're rushing us, we're just going to dump it over the line right. in an effort to slow that pass rush down, but they didn't. Like, is that pass rush was on, on the chiefs all night. Like the line of scrimmage was clearly in favor of Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, So then, you know, you thought maybe if they could get a stop on defense score again, then we'd have a game again. Uh, But no, the Buccaneers answered immediately with a touchdown drive capped by a 27 yard run by Leonard Fournette hashtag playoff Lenny where he was basically untouched from 27 yards out. and I think like two hands grazed him on that run, and that was (laughs) about it. Yeah, you're going to need more than that to take down Fournette. And by this point, uh, the Buccaneers are taking full advantage of play action, and the Kansas City defense was in
1: shambles. (laughs) (laughs) They were completely outmatched at every level. Yeah. Like they've had a history of the bend-don't-break mentality where they gave up a ton of yards, but they weren't giving up points. I mean, I think I think any quarterback right now with the way that defense is playing could have taken Kansas City, you know, for a ride. Right, yeah. And uh, that was, I mean, this was
0: mid-third quarter, but that was pretty much the end of the scoring. <laughs> Holmes threw a couple picks, which I definitely don't blame him for given the angles he was trying to throw the ball
1: from. Well, he had the one pick that was like – I don't know if it was off the receiver's hands or off the defender's hands. And then it bounced off another defender. And then it was like intercepted. I think it was, and was it Winfield or was it yes. another guy that like it uh, yeah, wound Win- up in his hands mm-hmm. on the ground? And it was like, how is this possible?
0: Yeah. Winfield got one off a of deflection. Uh, another, another thing that I think played a role. I mean, Holmes did an incredible job evading the pass rush as best he could, but it was also clear by the end of the game that his, uh, his foot was bothering him. You know, he wasn't moving very well and he took some, in addition to that, we knew about the turf toe coming in, but he took some shots in this game.
1: There was the one with like JPP and, and I Sue. think it was, mm-hmm. was it Sue? That yeah. Like they did like the worst possible tackling one guy at the knees, one guy at like the chest and just sandwiched him. And I was just waiting for like the wooziness of getting up and be like, Oh God, here comes Chad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but if there's one thing I have to, I have to say is Mahomes next to maybe Matthew Stafford, maybe the toughest quarterback to play um, because he ran
0: Yeah, and he, battled. he
1: struggled and he mm-hmm. took hits and he got up and went right back to the next play. Um, but shout out to uh, to Todd Bowles.
0: Yeah, that like, was amazing. The
1: scheming that he called up was, you know, perfect. Double-covered Hill, Hill and took Hill out of the game. Right. Double-covered Kelsey, took Kelsey out of the game.
0: Especially impressive then, given what happened uh, last time these two teams met back in week 12 when Hill had 200 yards in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. He was this time around just uh, 73 yards. And, you know, a lot of that was when the game was already out of reach. So 31 to 9 was the final. This was the first time the Chiefs have been held without a touchdown since before Mahomes even came to town. It was, uh, I think it's a. I think it was a shocking performance by the the Bucks defense. Like, we knew they were good. I didn't think they were this good.
1: I made the comment that I thought Buffalo was the most underrated defense. I think I had been mistaken by saying I think it had to be the Bucks. But the the it all comes down to offenses get you in the playoff, but defenses win championships. And again, the the Bucks defense won this game hands down. Yeah.
0: Same way they did uh, against Green Bay the, a few weeks ago. It was with pressure on Rodgers in key situations.
1: And what I thought the biggest difference between the Green Bay game and this game it, this game was going to be was given my breakdown that we did last week of just the two offenses against each other. Like with Green Bay, it was easy. You had Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, and that was kind of it. You can focus on two players. Right. This Chiefs offense is so dynamic at every level that it's so much harder to cover, and they made it look easy. But I think it all came down to the fact that they did not have their starting offensive line.
0: That was definitely a huge deal. And then the Chiefs just didn't have – usually someone else steps up and has a big game, whether it's – sometimes it's DeMarcus Robinson, sometimes it's McCall Hardman. Pringle Pringle got in. He got involved one catch for three yards. Um, But, but yeah, none of those guys. Um, Hardman had two catches for four yards. Robinson one for
1: eleven. I know Byron Pringle had a decent run back on one occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like special teams too, they struggled. I mean, their their punter just wasn't on their game either and gave Brady plenty of short field opportunities. Yep. And then yep. penalties. Penalties will sink the biggest team. And what do you think about the penalties? I mean, what what opinion is there to have? They were do I agree <laughs> with all of them? No. I mean, again penalties are the whole reason green bay was not in the super bowl
0: that's why i bring it up it was i don't necessarily disagree with any of the calls it's just uh, it's weird
1: it's just unlike from the week chiefs to week yeah. like three defensive penalties in a row for this chief's defense does not is not what they're about and what i'm really baffled by was their inability to change their game plan for the second half like you know the pass mm. rush is a problem, so you know you got to get the ball out fast, and they weren't doing it. Granted, like you said, sometimes as soon as the, the snap the ball was leaving the center's hand, Mahomes was running. But I really think if they incorporate a little bit more screen, a little bit more of the jet motion, use their speed to their advantage. And then I saw very little attempt from their run game.
0: Right. When they ran it, it was pretty effective. But uh, only nine attempts for C.E.H.
1: You know, not that I want to call you know Benami out for anything, but where was the game plan that had been going all year? It just—I yeah. don't know. It was—it was a very bizarre Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, it really was. They've all yeah. been well, at least in recent memory, <clears throat> they've all been close going into the fourth quarter, and you know, of course, we're seeing all the graphics of how the the Chiefs were down by ten or more in every game last year and came back and won them all. And it's like.
1: I mean you had to figure that hope was gonna run out at some point, but <laughs> yeah, I was not yeah. expecting it to you know happen like that. But
0: right. I think we were all just waiting for them to get it figured out, but they never did.
1: When all is said and done, congratulations, Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah. Bruce Totally B,
1: BA, one of my guys. I love BA. I'm really happy to see <laughs> him having the confetti come down on him.
0: Oldest uh, uh oldest head coach to win a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, Eric Benamy. You gotta get your together.
0: Well, it looks like he's going to have that chance because he's not going anywhere.
1: <laughs> Which I'm kind of upset about, to be honest. I really think he deserves the head coaching position.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree.
1: But um, Todd Bowles, good cover on the defense. And the Bucks are, Bucks are going to be around for at least one more year.
0: Yep. So with that being said, there was also uh, plenty of news this week, too, outside of Super
1: Bowl stuff. There's like 500 things you have going on here. The first one just irritates me. I you hope talk it's about moment. it. No, you want <laughs> <Fair>. me angry? <laughs> I think it makes for good uh, radio, James Winston. What the yeah. hell is this about? Why? Yeah, they, yeah, they do. Why? <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't know if the reason this excites me is just because I know it, it makes you mad or if I'm genuinely it excited. He takes the
1: piss out of me, yeah. <laughs> and he's in the driver's seat to be the starter. He didn't even play like two snaps this year.
0: It does It does surprise me. And we talked about it before, but given that when Breeze missed those three games, they, it was Hill that they called on to start and he won all those games and looked okay. So it does yeah, surprise he went, me. what,
1: three and one, I think?
0: Oh, was it four games? I forget. He he did fine, though.
1: (laughs) Like, forgiven for the fact that he really doesn't play – he didn't play quarterback that much at that point. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you figure, okay, you may get a regular offseason. He'll knows the offense, which has always been my biggest thing about it. You know, see what you will about him. He's been in Sean Payton's offense. Right. I really don't know if Jameis' gunslinging style is going to sit well, even having Michael Thomas.
0: Well, let's see. like you put your poison right. If you go with Hill, he fumbles all the time. Winston throws interceptions all the time.
1: <laughs> Unless they do the Drew Brees maneuver and they just dump it off to Alvin Kamara, then I think you could play quarterback.
0: I could throw it six yards. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, interesting situation there.
1: I hope it's a joke.
0: They, they will have to re-sign him to a new deal, though, because it was just a
1: one-year uh, contract for 2020. Yeah. yeah, good. He can go one year somewhere else. <laughs> You know, a lot of teams need quarterbacks this year. and uh, Send them to Carolina. Yeah, they, are, they were apparently trying to get Stafford.
0: But, there was uh, a rumor
1: that somebody said Dak Prescott was supposed to go to Carolina, and I'm like, that's not happening.
0: No, but uh, speaking of quarterbacks, we've been wondering what's going to happen to Carson Wentz. Apparently a lot of teams are calling uh, to see if he's available. Seems like he is, and there are some, quote, aggressive offers coming in for him. And they've said they want a Stafford-like package, which would mean
1: multiple first-rounders.
0: Yeah, a lot. Probably more. I'd rather have Stafford. I mean,
1: you could argue (laughs) that it was a lot for Stafford, but the Rams have a history of not really needing first-round picks.
0: Yeah, they, they seem to be strategically trading those away for more uh, like known commodities because even with that first and round pick you don't know if it's going to end up really you know it's, there's no guarantee that you get a first round value player
1: and it seems like a lot for him but Stafford's just had unfortunate luck of being in a terrible city
0: <laughs> I just want to say I've never been to the city of Detroit so I'm not going to call it terrible but the team is
1: awful <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it's terrible that's fine I, I I can live I can live with that but Like three, like two first rounds and a second, and like, I don't know, and a a player. (laughs) Yeah, right. For Wentz, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. I'd rather have Stafford at this point. How about you? I would say, you know, you kind of know what you're getting with Stafford at least. And Stafford's toughness has been second to none, I would argue, versus Wentz has been injury prone the past few years.
0: Right, and you wonder what the ceiling is on Wentz now, because you know, pre-injury he was an MVP candidate, but he just hasn't been uh, quite as good. I since. mean,
1: you could you could make the counter argument that Wentz hasn't had the offense system in terms of receiving core and all that stuff for at least a good year, if sure. not a year and a half. So this if he's put true. him in an offense where he has a better set of of tools around him. Will that make him a better player? But I don't know. You know, it's definitely a risk versus reward situation.
0: Uh, apparently, the Bears are one of the teams that's in on Wentz, and they're trying to uh, make a move. And I just want to say that I'm personally rooting for uh, Nick Foles to be involved. That Foles for Wentz trade that sends Foles back to Philly would be
1: incredible. So we'll, well see. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to crap on my guy, but uh, a Mitch for Wentz trade may almost be of equal proportions. Yeah,
0: I'd rather have Mitch than Foles.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like Mitch you can at least work with still. Right. But that's, what, a that's, Super what, Bowl
0: uh, that's what
1: Matt Nagy's been saying for the last five years, though. <laughs> I still think Mitch will work out. He's just going to get that Chicago touch. You know what Chicago does is they, they get players in. They do terrible. They release them. They send them to another team, and they have stellar careers. So, <laughs> so would I you would trade
0: – would you trade two first rounders and a and a Jared Goff for Mitch?
1: Okay, you're getting a little crazy there. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, anyway, speaking of quarterbacks that I would rather have, Mitch than uh, apparently Sam Darnold also has multiple trade offers uh, into the Jets, which would make sense for them to deal him uh, since the Jets are expected to take a quarterback in this draft uh, with the number two pick. It's hard to gauge Darnold though, given the. Time with injury and then being with Gase to San Francisco. Yes. That's a good one. Darnold to San Francisco.
1: I think that I think that in that system, we could see what Darnell was supposed to be. Although as, as long as you're not under Adam Gase at all, you're usually fine.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. He's, he's got that same, that same touch you're talking about with the bears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a couple more pieces of quarterback news. Houston is, staying firm for the moment,
1: that they're not going to trade Deshaun Watson. This is by far the most interesting offseason story to watch.
0: Yeah, that's why I put a little uh, thinking emoji next to it.
1: <laughs> because I've never, I don't remember something like this happening where a player's like, I don't want to be here. And they're like, well, you're going to be here. And he's like, oh yeah, click. And then everyone's like, well, we'll take them. They go, you can't have them. And he's like, well, I'm not playing for you.
0: To draw a parallel to the NBA, there is a, this. Is the closest thing I can think of is, Uh, What happened with Kawhi Leonard a few years ago in San Antonio?
1: You're going details because that's above my pay grade.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't know all the details either because I'm not a basketball guy
1: as much. Why the hell would you bring it up then?
0: Well, because it's here. Let me tell you, though. He didn't want to play for them. They didn't want to trade him. He was, quote, unquote, injured like an entire season. And then eventually the team did give in and they traded him. And now he's happy with the Clippers. And that's the, maybe that's a way, like you, you brought it up a few weeks ago. is like, well, what happens if they get to week one? Watson's still on the roster, but he just won't play. You know, they maybe a mysterious the mysterious year. injury will pop up. and yeah.
1: <laughs> get a Rod Taylor's uh, doctor to accidentally <laughs> puncture you your lung and you're fine. Perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, like you said, probably the most interesting storyline of the offseason. And we'll be keeping a close eye on that. Uh, as it develops or doesn't <laughs> and then you mentioned jack prescott uh the cowboys said, have said they're either going to sign him long term or he's the franchise tag again so looks like he is staying in dallas though he was notably absent from the <laughs> 2021 hype video the team
1: released i don't want uh, to see it week. i didn't even know that was a thing I, <laughs> nope and then,
0: which is makes sense he should stay there I, if i were him i'd want to stay there just look at all the weapons they got it's a good situation. And if I were Dallas, I would absolutely want it because he saw what, what happened to, to them with the lack of his leadership on that offense.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, I don't know what else you would do. They'd be foolish. There's the only other person that would make sense in that offense would be probably Deshaun Watson.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: But I mean, he's gonna cost them more money the more they they dilly dally with this with this contract thing. So if they franchise tag him to come next year, it's going to be the same situation.
0: <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm rooting for a long-term deal for Dak, but we'll see. Last piece of news here that I have no idea how to react to is the Packers are hiring former Chargers linebacker coach Joe Barry as their new defensive coordinator.
1: He can't be any worse than Mike Petton, all right? <laughs> Run a man coverage and give no pressure with your front line. I don't know. I, I don't have pent-up aggression against him at all. They fired so all who, McCarthy's staff except for him.
0: I was going to say, who is more on your shit list for Green Bay? Uh, Mike Patton or Dom Capers?
1: <laughs> oh, geez. Probably Dom Capers. <laughs> so I don't know how he kept his job so long. Uh,
0: yeah, his he's defense the whole worked reason for Green Bay
1: did one... <laughs> one year in 2010.
0: One year, one year, and then everyone figured it out.
1: <laughs> Good times. Top of my list is Tony Romo, but that's a whole different story. (laughs) You know, the guy that can't do math on, you know, while commentating on the Super Bowl—it's fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you and I are in any position to fault him for not being able to do math. (laughs) But moving right along, (laughs) let's see. So, yeah, so the night before the Super Bowl was played was when they had their the NFL awards show for 2020. No way. And we'll just quickly run through them here and and note any that we called predicted correctly. So first up was the assistant coach of the year. Went to Brian DeBole, DeBole, the the Bills' offensive coordinator. uh, Well-deserved for the improvement we saw with uh, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs.
1: Right? That offense is going to be dangerous next year. yeah,
0: Yeah. Speaking of dangerous offenses, the offensive rookie of the year went to Justin Herbert.
1: Congrats, kid,
0: congrats. Awesome, yeah, I don't think anybody saw that coming, given Taylor was expected to be the starter all year, or at least more of the year than just one game. I
1: I think we should start the conspiracy theory that Herbert had Taylor injured. All right, that that one's all you. I'm not going to say anything about that.
0: (laughs) Defensive rookie of the year went to Chase Young.
1: Boom, Uh -uh. OSU. Defensive
0: end for Washington, as you predicted. Good call.
1: Back-to-back Ohio State people taking it
0: uh oh yeah bosa last year you got it nice defensive player of the year went to aaron donald hard to uh hard to fault that decision he was either led the league or was second of the league in, in I, sacks
1: i kind of disagree with that one but that's fine
0: who would you have picked
1: tj watt
0: yeah yeah it, that was uh the other candidate how about this one? Offensive player of the year. Went to Derrick Henry. Titans running oh, I think back that, who that,
1: that's like no question there.
0: Racked up 2,000 yards on the ground this year. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, no, no, no question.
0: Uh, coach of the year went to Browns head coach, Kevin Stefanski, who led in his first year with the team, first year as a head coach, led them to a surprising playoff run. I mean, um, this
1: Browns team this year looked very different.
0: Yeah, and this was, uh, this was the one that I called, so I was very excited to see this. Because I think you got the next two. Thank you. <laughs> Comeback player of the year, of course. Went to Alex Smith.
1: I think the only other person I think was in contention that that could have been would have been Ben Roethlisberger. But then again, I don't know. Because they did not end their season as hot as it started.
0: Yeah, after about week 10, I would have said that maybe.
1: Like, right, congrats kind of Alex. He, he absolutely earned it. Every bit of it. Totally. Um,
0: let's see. MVP went to Mr. Aaron Rodgers. And this one I think you called. This was a pretty big surprise coming into the year. It looked like he was uh, maybe on the way out or on the way down for sure.
1: But I don't think I picked Aaron Rodgers.
0: Didn't you? I thought you did.
1: No, I mentioned that I would put him up in the category, but I picked Dak Prescott, I think. Oh, well, I'll have to go back and watch or listen Let's see. You can try to watch, but it's going to be hard to watch words. I could stare at my podcast app while it plays. <laughs> you could, and I want a picture of that because that's going to be
0: creepy. <laughs> I did not realize this is a category, but fantasy player of the year
1: <laughs> went to yeah. Dauchy that Marty. would be nice to of uh to have.
0: We'll, we'll we know now. We know next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's three we missed.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't think you could really predict play of the year.
1: <laughs> um, please, come on now. Remember, <laughs> combined IQ is 75. We can do this. No.
0: Uh, Play of the year, of course. Well, not of course, but uh, the Hale Murray.
1: I'd like to replace that now with Patrick Mahomes throwing vertically or horizontally off of the ground.
0: Just a montage of all the incredible body and arm angles, contortions he did. (laughs) And then uh, Walter Payton, man of the year, went to Russell Wilson. Hopefully it's a nice consolation prize after (laughs) his... His team was eliminated early in the playoffs and he cooled off after starting the season as an MVP frontrunner.
1: We should nickname Patrick Mahomes the rubber band. Okay, no, we can ignore that comment. and Just proceed. It's fine. No,
0: I was going to say, this is a big show. We're starting conspiracy theories and new <laughs> nicknames. Making a personal enemy out of everybody that lives in Detroit. Doesn't That's stuff.
1: <laughs> I don't have any intentions of ever going to that floor in the corner work, so I feel pretty confident I can talk smack. And I'm going to go to work tomorrow. They're going to be like, we need you to go to Detroit for a week. I'll be like, well, that's going to be slightly problematic. Can I go to Michigan instead? I feel like that's safer. Is that a joke? It could be. I don't know. I mean, I've already <laughs> been to Cincinnati for work. Because
0: so. you know, Detroit is a city in Michigan, right? Oh, it is. Okay, good. So you weren't joking. It's definitely staying in then.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's I, probably good. I was testing you you know I will admit I wasn't 100% sure
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and
1: there's the 75 <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's yeah okay that
1: that's wraps it. it up
0: I think that's it 2020 is over and uh, well we're going to have a few more shows where we're doing 2020 related recaps but especially the off season so given that we're gonna give ourselves a week off next week
1: we are we are we are gonna get a bye week
0: yes it's finally our
1: bye week oh <laughs> and uh mental decompress a whole bu- a whole six pack of beer a <laughs> bottle of whiskey and i'm just <laughs> gonna cry uncontrollably for the entire next tuesday
0: it will be the entire day because you never know what time we're gonna record so
1: that's <laughs> why i have to start at like eight in the morning and just kind of go from there <laughs> But we're going to miss you guys for a week, so don't panic. When nothing comes up next week, it's totally fine. Despite the fact we're taking a week off, we will still be coming up with our game plan. Plan of attack for the offseason coverage. It's not like there's 32 teams and a whole bunch of BS going on with these quarterback roulettes.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. The NFL is now a 24-hour news cycle, and pretty much all year it never stops, so. We will be coming to you all off season, just a little bit more sporadically.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got to fill in that void, especially after the draft.
0: Yeah, yeah. So the biggest milestones coming up: we're going to be free agency in March, and then the draft at the end of April, and then we can officially start making 2021 predictions. Although you already have your sleeper teams, I think you said.
1: <laughs> I did, and I can't remember who they are. Oh, perfect.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, no, I so, remembered.
0: Oh, yeah, same as last year, right? <laughs> no, that's you. I'm not picking the charges again. I'm not
1: going to put myself through that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of disappointing. I was really hoping for that. Um, yeah, we'll see. So to give everybody an update and to give you more information, I was trying to keep it a secret from you. but Ooh. Due breaking, to the fact is this where breaking I news? Was, not really. It's more like oh. this should have happened like five weeks ago, but it's fine. <laughs> Um, so due to the weather out where i live now for those who don't know mike and i live about almost two hours apart i live upwards by the wisconsin border mike lives back towards the city of chicago so the weather we get is very different again i had ice out here all day however i did order a horse mask to do my jello bet with oh my god however (laughs) Because packages get stolen at the apartment complex, it is currently sitting in a box on my mom's dining room table. And that is why the video has not been uploaded yet. Wait, your your mom stole your horse mask? Yeah, we'll go with that one. Oh, I definitely want that on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that better stay in. And I'm not telling her. We become famous. She'll be like, You stole his horse mask. She'll be like, What the hell are you talking about? Like, yeah, mom. However, it looks like the weather will be clearing up next week. And as soon as I can put hands on that box mike you will be having a video that i'm sure you will put on the black market and the farthest reaches of the internet forever
0: podcast doesn't make any money maybe that will
1: i mean i was going all out and i was like mike's gonna be so happy and then the weather was like oh yeah oh yeah so that's what the holdup is i am waiting on that one and that's all i will say Okay.
0: Thank you for clarifying that because I, I know I've been uh, getting a little anxious waiting for that.
1: <laughs> My embarrassment for your amusement—that's the new tagline for the Two one Football Show.
0: Actually, I like that. I like that. Let's wrap this up so we can pass it off to the editor.
1: Wait, I know that guy. Well, guys,
0: yeah, it's been a fun, uh, fun season. Our, our, you know, our first season of the podcast. It's been a lot of fun getting together every week for the last twenty
1: weeks. And County. Yep. <laughs> We'll finally get a mental break from each other. I was gonna say, yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna just block your number for the next 13 days. (laughs) Oh God, I can't wait to get rid of your stupid voice and see your stupid picture on my on my Zoom call screen, all leaning up against the wall in your gray shirt. I know. So picture is like 10 years old. It is. You know, I (laughs) keep that around because it's a
0: professional headshot my first company out of college took. So. uh yeah it's like and it's been edited and everything like actually spoilers
1: spoilers viewers he does not look like that
0: <laughs> well no one's seeing this anyway but sure
1: you guys enjoy your week we're gonna enjoy our week off and we're gonna come back to you finish off 2020 season some postseason stuff and then we'll get ready for season two can't wait
0: talk to you then matt and talk to you then to m nation bye
1: everybody we hope you enjoy listening to this episode of the Two M Football Show with Mike and Matt. Please subscribe to be aware of our future podcasts. Follow us at social media at Two M Football Show. If you feel like donating to help out the show, follow us and check out our Patreon. We'll see you in the next episode.